0: Welcome back to another episode of the Enduring Truth Podcast. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. hope you enjoyed the episode that we had before this, just refreshing our, our memory and being more on purpose about being thankful and grateful for what we have here, and to be able to walk in Thanksgiving and have that peace of God to rule in our hearts. Today we are going to continue with He Healed Them All. Jesus, man, He went through so much uh, at the cross and at the whipping post for us, and I just want to go back through and just briefly recap what we have been discussing. We talked a lot last time about the prophetic vision that Isaiah had of of Jesus at the whipping post and at the cross, and he got to see Jesus taking our sin and our shame, our sickness, our sorrows and griefs. We talked about that, our sicknesses and our pains, and he put it all into his body, and he took it, and he nailed it all to the cross so that our, our bodies could be healed and whole. And it's not God's will for us to be sick or to have diseases or to be deaf or blind or limp. It's God's will for us to be healed. Now you may be thinking, well, why does stuff like that happen? Well, because we live in a cursed, broken, fallen world and bad things happen. But that does not mean that God's word is not true and that you cannot access God's word and God's will for your life of healing. I think the problem is, too, that we spent so much time trying to do things instead of just actually doing them. And we've been having teachers teach us things about how healing is, you know, a, a mystical thing, and sometimes God heals and sometimes He doesn't. But the case is not so much about what God has done, or is doing, or will do, or you know, is He going to pick and choose? That's not how God operates. God is no, has no favorites. He has no partiality with man. If He's willing to heal the leper in in Matthew, like we talked about in the first episode, He is willing for all of us, and He's willing to heal. Anybody who's able to access that by faith. It's our job as believers of Christ to go out into the world and do these things. You know, Mark's Great Commission message says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, that's Jesus' name, and and his authority. They will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. That is a command from the Lord to go into the world. We are instructed, instructed, commanded to go about preaching, teaching, and healing. We're supposed to be proclaiming the kingdom explaining the principles of the kingdom and healing, demonstrating the kingdom among people. In Acts ten thirty eight, it says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing those who were oppressed of the enemy. So we, again, we see here, sickness is demonic oppression. It's not from God. It can't be from God. Jesus, Jesus even told the Pharisees, how can I cast out my own sicknesses. If I put them in them, if a kingdom is divided against itself, it cannot stand. So how can I cast out something if I put it in them? He was saying basically, I can't be the one that put it in there and take it out. I'm not the one who gives sickness. I take it away. There is no scripture showing that we are not to heal or that healing ever stopped with the first apostles or the, the first church or what have you. There is no scripture saying that healing has been done away with. I, I want to read some verses today from Colossians because I think it'll help us. I think it'll help us a little bit with why sometimes we think those things and we have those ideas of that God's will is mysterious or that he picks and chooses or, you know, trying to figure out what God's will is. Because it says in, in Colossians 2 verse 8, it says, Beware, lest least anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. According, according to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him who is the head of all principality and power. So this is saying, don't let anybody cheat you through their opinion, through their empty deceit, because they tried something one time, and they try to put hands on somebody, and they, and they didn't get healed immediately. They, they didn't see it, and all of a sudden, well, maybe it's not God's will, because I was told to, and I, I tried it, and it didn't work. Maybe instead of giving up, we'd keep going in faith, because sometimes not, not everything is instantaneous. Even Jesus' first healing took two tries. I'm not saying that Jesus failed the first time, or that I think he had to get it through the man, because he had to take the man out of the city, but the problem was there was too much city in the man, so he had to do it twice to get all that, to get the man to see. Because he was blind, he had to lead him out of that city because there was so much unbelief in that city, and I think Jesus could see through all that unbelief to that man's heart, see that he could receive healing, but he had to get that city out of the man. That's why he had to do it twice, not because Jesus failed, but you know, but not everything all the time is going to be an instantaneous transformation. Sometimes it's going to be sow a little seed, water a little seed, sow a little seed, water a little seed. You know, cut back, prune. It's not always going to be just boom, healed, instantaneously healed. Yes, that does happen, but of course we know we know that God's word is a seed. We learned that in our very first series about it's in the dirt about how we have to plant and sow seed, the seed of God's word into our lives and that it will produce fruit. And it's not always going to be quickly done. You know, it's seed time and harvest, of course. There's a process, there's law to faith. There is the law of faith that is in effect at all times. And God cannot override his law, his words. But I want to hop back just a couple of scriptures to verse six of chapter two of Colossians. It says this, as you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him, rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith as you have been taught abounding in it with thanksgiving. He's saying that basically, the same way that you get into the kingdom of God is how you live in it. Well how did you get into it? You believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. In Romans 10:9 that's what it says, "If you believe it with your heart, confess it with your mouth, you are saved. So if that's how you're supposed to live in the kingdom? then you have to believe in your heart that you're healed and begin to speak that over your life. It is a spiritual principle, and it has to work. God said in Isaiah 55 that his word, when it leaves his mouth, it will not return to him void, but it will accomplish what it was set to do. He compared it to rain. That as the rain comes down and waters the earth, so shall my word be that it comes down. It doesn't come back to be void, but it does what it is supposed to do. I want to read this again, but I want to read more down through Because it has some really good stuff in here. Again, in verse 8, starting there, it says, Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men and according to the basic principles of this world, and not according to Christ. For in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power. In Jesus, you were also circumcised with the circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the sins and the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith and the working of God, who raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, He has made a life together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, having wiped out the handwriting of requirements that was against us, which was contrary to us, and he has taken it out of the way, having nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed principalities and powers, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them. Man, how awesome are those verses? That We no longer have a requirement. We don't have to follow the Old Testament law anymore. That we don't, you know, it's not a requirement. Of course, the things in the law they weren't necessarily bad things. You know, we should still not murder, not lie, and you know those things. They're not bad things, but we are no longer required to follow the law to be blessed. It says in in Deuteronomy twenty-eight, all those things. You know, the first part there, the first few scriptures. I think it's like fifteen, the first fifteen go through the blessing. And God said, if you do the law, if you follow after me with all your heart, you will have the blessing. But if you don't, you'll have the curse. But it says in Galatians that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. So the, the last part that, I mean, if you go back through and read that, that those verses, there is so much of the curse. You know, all, all, it lists all kinds of sicknesses and diseases, but we are redeemed from that. And we have been, we've been put into a new covenant that has better promises on it. And back to verse eight, He says, don't let anybody cheat you through their opinion, through their empty deceit according to the traditions of men. Well, what is the traditions of men? Well, you know, we have a flu season, we have this season, it's allergy season. You know, that stuff in the kingdom of God does not exist. There is no season for that sickness. That is man-made stuff that is straight from the pit of hell about the traditions of, well, it's that time of the year. We're supposed to be sick. It's getting cold outside, so we're supposed to be sick. That's not true. That's just the basic principles of the world, of this fallen cursed world that we live in. i heard somebody before talk about why it took, took Adam and Eve so long to die. He said that he believed it was because they didn't know all that stuff. They didn't know they had to die. They didn't know there was a flu season. They didn't know about any kind of cancers. It, was, it took a long time for the enemy, Satan, to convince them to die, to give them that kind of stuff to make them die. But... Don't, don't let people cheat you through their empty deceit, through their opinions, through their unbiblical, unscriptural opinions. So that he has wiped away all requirements of, that was against us and that he has disarmed principalities and powers. Those are different ranks in, in the kingdom of, of darkness. That he has disarmed them and he has made a public spectacle of them. That he has triumphed and he has authority and power over all that. And we just have to learn how to walk and command that blessing in our lives. And we have to, by faith, reach over into that because grace is grace has pr- provided that for us. And we appropriate that grace through faith. It's by grace, through faith. It's not one or the other. It's not all grace. It's not all faith. It is a mixture. It's a balance of both grace and faith. Grace is what God did for us, what He already provided for us. Faith is our Job. It is the expectation for our walk of faith, our, our walk with Christ. Grace is God's job. He's already done it. He has already provided everything that we ever need for this life. And it's our job by faith. Faith is our response to God, what he has already done. In Jesus, we have all that we ever could need. We just have got to learn and to learn what that looks like and how to walk in that and you know, I'm still in my own life walking through some of the, some of these things and learning how to uh, to walk by faith instead of by sight and to be to be in a, in a state of divine health and healing where I don't get sick. You know, I, I I'm not sick very often. If I do, it's usually very mild, sniffly stuff. You know, it, it's been a while since I've physically been sick where I you know couldn't hardly do anything. But you know, I feel like I walk at an extent in some of these principles, but I don't walk at a, you know at a hundredfold like Jesus did, of course. But all this is tied to the Word of God. You know, again, like from our first few episodes, we talked about this scripture here from 1 Thessalonians 2.13. He says that for this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the Word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the Word of men, but as it is the truth, the Word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe. Believing is so critical that you have got to believe this stuff. You cannot just take people's empty deceit and put that in the forefront of your mind. Like we talked about on the last episode about meditating on the good things, on good virtuous things. The Word of God, when you receive it as a truth from God and not from men, and you believe it, it works in you. I hope this is helpful and encouraging to you. I'm not trying to be, you know, overbearing with this kind of stuff. I hope this is encouraging and helpful for you. I just want people to know the truth, the enduring truth of God's word. It endures forever to all generations. And if we can apply it to our lives and appropriate the paid for blessings of God that we can have in our lives right now, we can, man, we can do so much stuff for him. But that's all I have time for today. Uh, we'll probably do at least one more episode if not, uh, kind of more about, about healing because there's just, there's just so much to it that we could talk about, but I hope you guys are enjoying this series here. We'll definitely go through some more stuff soon. If you have time, you know, leave us a review uh, wherever you wherever you can send the content at. Feel free to, to do that there for us. And we'll definitely appreciate that. Thank you all and have a good rest of your week.